Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Kirby. I'm Johnny. <laughs> we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Good callback. You're still, to the you're still Kirby. I'm very proud of you. I was proud of you last week for making the joke when you did, and I'm even prouder of you now uh, for calling back to it, which is why I can say... With 100% confidence. Happy birthday, Joe! Happy birthday, Joe! Ah, got him. Got him. I don't know what you guys Sucker. are talking about. Got him. It's just birthday. He's one day older. I just, I just wham, have wham. always existed. Mm-hmm. I have no birthday. Yeah, the rise of Blakesley. It's your birthday. Happy well, birthday, Joe. Yeah. Well, technically, the day you were born was also the day you died. True. I was born then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's but then true. I got better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or no. did you? Yeah. <laughs> Jury's out on that. What'd you do for your birthday, Joe? Uh, these two idiots brought me to see Shazam. Shazam! We did, but it wasn't any normal screening of Shazam, though, was it, Joe? No, we went to the D-Box screening of Shazam. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I don't know if every theater in America has these now, but... I don't think they At do. our theater, they have D-Box seats, which are, like, rumble, vibrating, moving motion, motion seats that yeah. are super nice, and recliners, and they have heating and stuff in them. Uh, but yeah, so we went to see Shazam, we went to see the D-Box seat, because, I mean, have you used the D-Box seats before? I did, I saw Wreck-It Ralph 2 okay. uh, in the D-Box seating. Mm-hmm. And that one was cool because there's a lot of racing scenes in it, because obviously, uh, Penelope Von Schweetz of the Wreck-It Ralph movies is a race car driver. So there's lots of racing in there, so the seats are like dipping around as you're going around corners, and that's really cool. And there's more action in that movie. There wasn't a lot of action in Shazam. No, really only at the end. Like, a lot of the build-up to it was, like, more just jokes about him testing his powers as opposed to, like, actually using them to an extent. Or, like, he was using them in funny ways as opposed to actually using them. But the I I, I really fucking loved Shazam. I thought it was really fucking good. Really a lot good better movie. than I actually thought it was. I, I had heard a lot of people saying, you know, like, great things about it. I still kind of was like, eh, it's just going to be, like, corny. But I walked away going, like, that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. super fun. Now, John, you did not enjoy D-Box seating. No. No, I think I gave it about a half an hour, and then I turned it off. Well, and it's, like, weird, because they, the like, motion's at random times in the movie. So, like, the movie starts off, and it's in a car, and you can kind of feel the car rumble. But then, like, he throws that eight ball to himself, and then it, like, jolts really hard for the eight ball. Actually, it's like, you're surprised that the eight ball got thrown at you, so yeah. you needed to catch it and react. And there was a lot of times where sense. there was, like, jump scare stuff. Yeah. Or not necessarily jump scare stuff, and, like... I like being scared, but I don't like people kicking me in the back when I'm scared. So, like... Well, see, that's the thing. It would be like, all right, the first time he shoots lightning out of his fingers, it rumbles. And yeah. you're like, oh, ah. The problem was that there were so many, like, long dry spells where it didn't do the rumble that I would, yeah. like, forget about it. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, the and then, like, some sort of shock, like, jump scary type thing would happen. And I would be more surprised by the chair moving than the actual thing that happened on the screen. But yeah, that's like, okay. That makes it immersive. That's, that's like what the I scientist yeah. touched the door. And, yeah. like, you kind of can expect something's going to come. But then I, like, forgot I had the seat on because it hadn't vibrated in a while. And then I was just like, oh, God, jolted. And I think that's when I turned it off. I was just like, no, I'm done. <laughs> you should have reached over at a tense moment and turned your thing back up. Yeah, I, I cranked mine all to the maxes. Like, Same. I want to fully experience this yeah. stuff. Well, and, like, like, when it was doing good, when, like, the fight scenes were happening... And it was going all over the place. I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this now. Yeah. I didn't mind the, like, motion stuff. Like, when it was tilting to the sides and stuff yeah. and back and forth, that wasn't too bad. It was just, it felt like there was just a kid behind me kicking me at random intervals during the movie. I mean, if there's a kid that wants to, like, actually kick my seat in time with the movie, yeah. I'd be okay pay, with that. And I don't have to pay the extra money for that? Yeah. Sure. 
I think part I, of the cinema experience. I was just, it was just more distracting than anything. Because mm. I was even thinking, I was like, I was more reacting to the my chair moving than I was paying attention paying attention to the movie. And then I'm like, now I'm just wasting money. Like now I'm not watching the movie. I'm just going, oh shit, when is it going to vibrate next? What's going on? Oh, see, I just sat back, let it let it happen. Yeah, I mean, it's just not for me. Mm. That's fine. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. I felt like the because I was sandwiched between bowls of you, I felt like after effects yeah, of it. So I still had a little bit of rumble, even yeah. though I turned it off. Mm. The, yeah. um, Shazam was surprisingly dark. Yeah. And like violent. I mean, it's a DC movie. Those movies are dark. The yeah, tone was kind like, of all over the place, though. That's the thing. is like all the trailers are like he's wearing this goofy costume and it's very bright and he's joking and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then you watch it and it's like, oh, my God, like that guy just got his head ripped off. Like, oh, my God, that guy just got thrown out of a window. Yeah. And uh, I got eaten. Yeah. Uh, just fucking violent, extremely brutal scenes that are very tonally weird with what the actual movie was. Yeah, hey, it's not all it's not all fun games when you're a superhero, Joe. Sometimes bad things happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm gonna say. What was the line that I said? Or he's like, if a, if a superhero can't protect his family, what can he do? Yeah. And oh I yeah. Went, and and I like went, most superheroes. I'm like, don't pretty much families. every superhero's storyline is he couldn't protect his family, and that's why he's a superhero. But yeah, but then he becomes a. He wasn't a hero when he couldn't protect his family, and then that forced him to become a hero and now he can protect his family so if you can't protect your family then you're just a kid with superpowers you're not a superhero but That's... all like peter parker was just a kid with superpowers who yes. couldn't protect his family and then his family died and then he became a superhero you see what i'm saying like you start out not being able to protect your family and then you learn that you need that that's the most important thing thankfully shazam learned that before his family was murdered i mean spoilers his family yeah. was not murdered <laughs> Maybe his family needed to be murdered, and then he would be a superhero. Well, he learned it all on his own. He because he had uh, he had little uh, little brother Butler to uh, to teach him how to be a superhero. Because he had two other superheroes that he kept talking about. Well, I mean, those heroes are real. No, he talked about he wore a Wonder Woman shirt and an Aquaman shirt, and he loves Batman oh, yeah. and Superman. Yeah, that's what's like because the DC there, universe. There are no other superheroes. Oh, Flash and Flash. Cyborg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They I didn't mean, say didn't anything care. about Flash or Cyborg yeah, except in the end Flash credits. Or Cyborg. I don't even think Cyborg was there, but Flash was. No. Did he not have Cyborg a Flash shirt? Uh, no, I didn't see one. <laughs> they showed like a cartoon drawing of the Flash at the end when all the kids were like, I like yeah. superheroes too. That yeah. is funny though that they didn't include Cyborg in, in any sucks. of the cast. Oh yeah, but like they tried so hard to make him part of well, the Justice League. You have to remember, in Justice League, he is not, like, he doesn't want to be seen. He's got oh, the hood true. up the he's, whole time. Yeah, he's, he's not he's, well known. He's, he's the, like... Uh, he's in the shadows. Yeah, he, he's like the... Alf- not Alfred, but... He's the tech guy. Yeah, he's, he's the, the guy one, in the chair. Yeah, he's the guy in the chair. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so he was there when they were fighting Steppenwolf, but not, mm. uh, not like enough for to him for him to have merch. I forgot mm. so much about that movie because that movie is not good. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, but Joe, when you're not going to the movies for your birthday, uh, what have you been playing? Now, while you think of what you've been playing, I'm going to shut the door behind you because I realize it's open, but I'm not going to have you shut it because you're going to knock everything over. Oh, you knocked everything over. Watch that arm twist. There we go. Slow and steady. All right, Joe, you got it. Now tell us what I moved the chair so it's in a different position so I don't have to reach so far back. It's also now closer the, to all the toys. The rubber band Good. effect. Good. So tell us what you've been playing, Joe. Uh, I picked up um, a game called Baba Is You on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Uh, apparently you a... downloaded it? Huh? You downloaded it? Yes, I downloaded it. Um uh apparently it's it's a game that was like out on you said it was a, like an ios game no it's actually thing? a steam game a steam game yeah um 
so I, I picked it up uh, after watching like someone else play it. I remember hearing about it, and I, I saw pictures of it. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck this game is, so I'm not even going to bother. Is it related to the Babadook in any way? It is not related to the Babadook. Not. No, it yeah. looks like crayon drawings or like chalk drawings. Yeah, it does look like it's drawn by a little kid. Uh, so what the game is, is, it's so incredibly hard to describe for a person that doesn't actually know what it is. So what the I game disagree. is... Well, you explained it to us yesterday. Perfectly fine. We understood it. I don't know, like John, you went and then played it afterwards. Yeah. Did did you get what I was saying when I was explaining it? I mean, when you when explained you it, it, now when I played it, I was like, oh, okay, now I understand what's going on. Okay, so the way that the game works is, uh, on the, it's a, a, a like a level based kind of puzzle game, and on the screen when you're playing, all of the rules of the game are written on the screen, and they're, each word is like broken up into its its own tile. thing tile that you can move around. So. Uh, when the game is called Bob is You, it says Bob is You because whatever is you is what you control in the game. And you'll usually always start off in control of Bob. Bob is just like a little cartoon drawing of a little bunny rabbit. Um, so everything else, all the other rules are written on the screen. So um, it would say something like rock is push. And when it says rock is push, it means you can push the rocks that are on the screen. And then uh, like various other things, it would be like water is, you know sink and if you walk in the water you sink into the water it'll say wall is stopped which means that if you try and walk through the wall you'll be stopped but if you but you can move the word tiles around so say where it says wall is stopped if you just move wall is stop like the stop away from wall is then you can now walk through the walls and then if you yeah, move like the sentence yeah because so you broke like what the nothing. rule is yeah, you change the change the game flip the script yeah put the whole game on its head yeah and then you can move them all like around in other ways <laughs> so like that. if you change like baba is you to wall is you now you're in control of the whole wall and you can move the wall around good put it put it at the border of us and mexico done yeah i'm solved got it all figured out now just need to give and then put is baba and now there's just bunnies in there yeah and they're then, also a wall <laughs> yeah and then you put like wall is baba and then the wall just turns into a bunch of bunny rabbits Sick. Yeah. Uh, so it's all the like weird little things that you can move everything around to try and change the rules. And what you have to basically every level is uh, it, it says something is win. Yeah. So you, you, it's usually flag is win. So you have to figure out how to get to the flag, but also you can just change things around so you can switch it. So like wall is win, and then you touch the wall and then you win, or you change it to water is win, and all you have to do is jump in the water and you win. So everything is written out on the map. Sometimes you can move certain things. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they're like blocked off so you can't actually move the words around. So you have to like stick with that rule. Uh, and all everything is just trying to figure out how to get to a certain outcome. Um, and there's like multiple ways that you can figure out how to actually finish a level. Mm-hmm. Just by figuring out like the different ways of moving the words around. Um, but it's, it's a kind of game where it's super hard. Uh... But oftentimes, like, the answer is just right there in front of you, and you're just not figuring it out. So, like, you'll just sit there, and you'll stare at the screen for, like, 20 minutes going, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And you're like, oh, all I gotta do is just move this one thing, like, over yeah, here, and stupid level there it goes. I couldn't figure it out, and you're like, it's so easy. It's so fucking easy. Uh, well, yeah, you're the god of video games, mm-hmm, as, we've dis- mm-hmm. as we've discussed several times. Yes. That's why it was so easy for you. Except yeah. I solved one in a way that you hadn't even thought of. Uh, yeah, just idiot. Mm. So stupid. I just turned all of the walls into babas and then just ran into them. <laughs> and then ran in, and all the babas just started running all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So what's to stop you from just doing like the most easiest thing of just changing what 
Baba is? Like, can you just change it to like Baba is win? And like, oh, cool, I won. There's only a certain amount of things on the the screen. So like in the, like so the, the very first level is just like Baba is you, and then flag is win. You can't change your like if you change yourself into a flag. Well, now you can't move. And then also, also, you can't win. So you yeah, but can you just change it to Baba is win? You be like, but sweet, I won. Whatever win is, the character playing it has to touch that. So if you change it to Baba is win, just touch yourself. No, but you you that's, took away. That's Baba. how I win every day. You took away the Baba is you though. So now you're not Baba. So something else has to touch the win. Because Baba is you. Oh, so but there if has it's to now, be now a it says you. Baba is win. Yeah, you have to. There advise. has to be a you to touch the win. Gotcha. Yeah, but, but you can also make Baba is win you as flag, and now all of a sudden you're the controlling the flag, and you just need to touch Baba. Yeah. So yeah. there's like multiple ways of doing a certain levels. I don't know about all of them, but yeah, it's but it's like we got to a point where we're just like racking our brain and how to push things out, and it's super detailed or not detailed, but like super nuanced, um, but also like incredibly rewarding. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it'll be the kind of thing where you like you stare at it for a while, and then you go. I got it! And you feel like the smartest man in the world. Yeah. For once. Yeah. I don't get to feel that very often. No, you do not. No. But not only when you're playing video games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've got, like, powers. Yeah. Um, I also picked up, um, uh, shit, uh, Ape Out. I got that. Yeah, you did. What'd you think? Uh, it, it's very fun. I got kind of bored with it after a while, though. It's very... It's same. very repetitive. Yeah. And, well, it's not hard, so it doesn't take you very long to beat the game. That's the thing. So, like, and I'm just, like, running around, like, smashing dudes. I know you guys talked about when I was away on vacation. So, like, I ran around, like, smashing dudes in the wall. I'm like, I'm having a lot of fun smashing these dudes into the wall. And then after a while, I was like, all right, is there something else besides just smashing these dudes in the wall? Like, okay, sometimes there's some guys that are uh, stronger than others. Sometimes there's guys with, like, guns. Sometimes there's this. Sometimes there's that. Yeah. But after a while, I was just smashing things into the wall. And yeah, I kind of I mean, got bored with it. Well, there, there are those levels that are more open, so there's less walls. Hmm. So you have to throw dudes into other dudes. Yeah. And so that kind of breaks up a little bit. But it doesn't, like, I think it's five hours tops if you're not, like, terrible at the game. Because I wasn't great at it, but I wasn't the worst. I think the problem was that I was just playing it in handheld mode, uh, like, at Tyler's while we were watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't, like, hear the music. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, like, feel the flow of it kind of thing. No, you need to I know it's very music-driven, so I think I enjoyed a lot more if I was playing it, like, docked at home, like... With music coming out of the TV as Very opposed to... Because so. that's how I played it. It yeah. was great that way. Yeah. So I think I just need to give it another try in terms... Well, not like another try. I'm not playing this anymore. But another try in the sense that I wasn't playing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta play it the way it's meant to be played. Yeah. So I'll give that another try. Um, and then I picked up another game, which is called Dangerous Driving. That's uh, the Burnout yes, type it's, game? It's, it's by the original devs of Burnout. Uh, they basically were making like their own spiritual successor to Burnout because they can't make another Burnout game and there hasn't been another one since Burnout Paradise, which is like a launch 360 game. They did the Burnout remaster or Burnout Paradise remastered, but mm-hmm. we haven't really gotten an actual new Burnout game in a long time. Well, because I think wasn't the Need for Speed supposed to be like the Burnout Paradise Two because it uses the same city and everything? Yeah, and then they moved the team that made like the. The, that made the burnout games into just making the need for speed games which they you know they feel like it but they also don't feel uh, like they're more serious as opposed to the ridiculous over-the-top cartoony aspects mm-hmm. of the burnout franchise so uh, i picked up david dangerous driving um it definitely does have the feel of the burnout games it also has the feel of it's a 30 dollar game so it doesn't feel like 
an, like a full fledged game. Yeah, like it's not fleshed out enough. Yeah, it's not fleshed out enough. It doesn't look all that like particularly great in comparison to what a lot of the other burnout games were. It feels kind of floaty. Uh, but all the like the crash physics and all the ridiculous actiony stuff is in there, and that's all really fun. I didn't play too much of it, uh, but uh, it's something that I want to like actually sit down and give more time to. Maybe I'll talk about it next week if I play it some more. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I was like, I from what I played, I was like, okay, I like I see it, but this just feels like a crummier version of burnout it also like looks unfinished yeah like it it doesn't really look all that particularly great the graphics aren't like stellar it it's more focused on the physics of it but when you play it you're like okay like this just makes me wish there was another burnout game and not this yeah yeah there's no like fonts in it everything is like aerial white text like even like you win it's just like shows up on the screen in like the blandest way possible and isn't there no music, right? Uh, there's like no decent like licensed music. I guess you can integrate your Spotify account to it, which yeah, I, I think, think is nice. The thing but there's that, no music. Yeah, I think the thing was like put your own soundtrack into it. That's yeah. better. I like that. I I do that with the WWE games. I turn off the soundtrack, and I just and like the commentary, and I just put Spotify over it. But like a big thing about the Burnout games was DJ Atomica and like all of the cool Ooh. soundtrack stuff that they threw in there yeah, yeah very but different definitions of fun no but like it gives games. it uh give it gives it a like ambiance that no music like you can make the game your own soundtrack if you want but you can also play it the way the devs wanted you like imagine playing tony hawk one two or three without any of the soundtrack yeah i mean that's but if i could have integrated my own music then i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known what i was missing i guess so it's one of those things where it's like all right I could have... I mean, those are anomalies, too, because those are the greatest soundtracks in video games in terms of licensed music. Right, but... But this isn't. I I can't imagine what songs this $30 half-assed game... None, because they couldn't afford it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, But imagine what songs they would have got had they shelled out for licenses. You'd be like, get this shit out of here. I want to put my own songs on here. Like, the first three soundtracks of Tony Hawk were great, and then the soundtracks started getting kind of shitty. Yeah. And so at that point, you're like, wow, I wish I could put my own songs in here. Yeah, I really wish I had, like, the soundtrack of Tony Hawk 1 in this game. Yeah. If you can just put your own soundtrack in it. Sure, just put the soundtrack of Tony Hawk 1 in it. Yeah. Yeah, but at least there's an option. This one, there's just no music. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you also risk, like, getting a shitty soundtrack. So, I guess it's a nice compromise of just put the music you want in it kind of thing. Well, and they figure so many people have Spotify or they have music on their systems that you can just play it through and that probably works out better. Because they don't have to spend the money on licensing things. Right. I will say you can I, have the game that you want. I will say I discovered a lot of bands that I really like from playing, like, EA games. See, I, I don't think I have, because normally I'm just like, oh, this song sucks. Or I've heard this song 50 million times when I liked it the first time I don't like it anymore. But Joe doesn't listen to music, so no. Joe's music comes from video games usually. I mean, literally my like taste in music has been formed from the Tony Hawk soundtrack. So. And Rock Band. And Rock Band. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Good. Those are good soundtracks to pull your... Yeah. music from uh, yeah I, I enjoy the music that the i Def do jam games i enjoy the uh, the the songs from 20 years ago that i still listen to, to today that's right never learn never yeah. learn new things yeah that, that's joe's motto <laughs> joe never learns new things never learn new things joe all right guys i'm gonna get into that justin bieber kid yeah he's really up and coming you should really <laughs> check him out he's got he's got songs in spanish too man he's a real Real Dynamo. <laughs> nice. Uh, John, what'd you play this week? Uh, I'm still playing Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I think I got to the point where like now your decisions are important and like they in- impact the end of the game. And I did this when I played Yagusa. Like I played it for so long that I'm like now that I'm making impactful choices that influence the end of the game. Like I want to do everything else before I can get there. Yeah, because it, ma- it matters now to do those other right. things. Right. Yeah, there's four different endings to the game. So yeah, now here's the point where choices are going to come into effect. Mm-hmm. But like I accidentally stumbled across a character who dies that like is earlier on in the game gives you something, and I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't finish his thing. Like I, I, I want to go back. Oh, oh, did you check the Dropbox thing that we found out what that box is for? Um. Well, it's one of those things where, like, once you respawn, he's just still sitting there, and he oh. he he, ta- he dies every time you talk to him. Mm. Um, but I like got to an area that like a cutscene started up, and it's clearly the next boss fight in the game. And I was like, I don't want to fight anybody yet. I want to get out. I want to no, please don't, please don't do this to me. And then luckily, the game probably knows that like that you're panicking on your couch. Like, guys, we can tell he's stressed. He's gripping the controller extra tight. Let's not force him to go to the final boss. Well, because they're like, I don't think it's the final. I think it's the the final of the finale or like the first of the finale. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it luckily like you see the boss and you can just jump off and go somewhere else, which was nice. Cause I like legit jumped up to that ledge. The cutscene happened. I was like, fuck no, stop. No. I mean, and I was like, do I also... dashboard out? Do I, do I just turn off my system off? And I was like, I'm just going to let it go and see what happens. You can also just die. Well, that's sure what I was going to do. I was like, you. I'm just going to die and it'll spawn me in the last idol. And then and, like, once it started up and I could gain control, I just turned around and run away. And I was like, all right, I guess it lets me do that. Yaki stack started playing. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I like finally sold my spare copy of it. So now oh, I'm yeah. like, guaranteed, I'm keeping the collector's edition. Cause you like the game now. Yeah. Well, and like, I'm super in, I'm going to buy that guy or I pre-ordered that guide for it and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm loving it and it's still impossibly hard at some instances and sometimes it's super easy. Like I breezed through like four bosses last time I played two days ago or something like that. Um, but it's it's still great, and I guess Joe was saying that like the platinum's relatively de- easy to get. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much just beat all the bosses, collect all the items, and get all four endings. Um, so but you the, have to play through it four times, or you, but you the can... game has new game plus. Okay, um, and bosses are optional. And then like seventy five percent of the bosses in the game are completely optional. Like there's only like five bosses you actually have to fight. Oh, so just to get to the different endings, you could skip all the optional shit. Yeah, so once you New Game Plus it, uh, you, if you, as long as you make sure you get all the items, like level your guy up to the max kind of thing, get everything that you need, all of the uh, gourd seeds, all of the prayer beads and everything, um, then New Game Plus it, and then yeah, just run past everybody, get to the boss fights that you need, just you hammer through the bosses and... Yeah, and you've already fought it before, so you know like their attack sets and, yeah, yeah. and what they do and how to beat them quickly. So that's well, I'm, I'm sure not de- too worried. I'm sure depending on how you save too, like if you have separate save slots, you could probably just go back to when the the decisions started mattering to try to. And that's what the I was going to try and I want to make like I'm going to get a flash drive sometime today and, and do that. Just save it to one and then turn off auto saves um, and turn off cloud auto saves too, just so it doesn't like overwrite shit that I wouldn't want. And then maybe I can just play it twice. Because you have to play it New Game Plus for one of the trophies anyway. Yeah. So then I'll just play it New Game Plus and then revert back to the other one and then just do the, the other two endings. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking really forward to playing the game in New Game Plus because, uh, like, this week I finally, like, broke through the, like, mental block of... 
how to how I'm playing the game. Like I finally figured out like okay, this is how I don't play this. Like I'm trying to play Dark Souls yeah. or Bloodborne. Like now I figured out how to play Sekiro. Uh, so now I like I, I I hit that like wall. I like went through that mental block, and now I'm like okay. I, I was like, all right, now there's like four bosses that I like kept getting my ass kicked on. Now that I like figured out what I'm actually doing, I just like went and like killed all four of them in a row. I was just like, all right, I get this now. Like I finally like figured out this game. Yeah. So now I really want to go back and play the game from the beginning, knowing how to actually play it now, kind of thing. So I just I can so I can be like kill all these bosses that were super hard for me the first time through, and now I'm like, oh, I like now I know how to like easily do this. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, Jinzo the drunkard gave me like a really hard time when I was fighting him, and then when I went to fight like the second guy that's also him but yeah, not him the glutton the yeah something the glutton yeah who is it basically like a lot of the bosses like you fight m- multiple times kind of thing they're just yeah. slightly different iterations of him yeah so like the first time when I fought him he kicked my ass and then the second time I went up to him and I just fucking hacked my way through him like it was nothing I was like oh you're super easy now that yeah. I know how to block scrap well also yeah. you, your attack power is a lot higher because of the other um, bosses that you face too true but I mean I also imagine that he was harder than I don't know Jinzo the drunkard was like at that time because yeah. he's much later in the game. Well, and like I'm curious, you can go and fight the spearman because I had to beat him for you, or didn't have to. I beat him for you. Yeah, I'm sure I could probably easily beat him now. Now that I know how to like actually block and stuff, the carry counter. Yeah, uh, one thing I actually really wish the game had was some sort of like boss rush mode. Yeah, kind of thing where you could just like go back and replay certain boss fights whenever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. That would be a good way to like practice and get used to certain things. Yeah, for sure. Do yeah. the other like Dark Souls games have that? Uh, Bloodborne had a weird kind of thing that was, it was called the Chalice Dungeon, and like it created randomly generated levels with bosses at the end of them. Mm-hmm. So you could like go through the dungeon and then fight like a refight a boss, and sometimes there were even bosses that you could only fight in that dungeon. Um, I never got really too into that though. So, uh, but none of the other ones had like a boss fight thing. I saw all the people saying like, uh, you know, if you were playing on the computer, people would have, you could like just pull up the, you know, save state of just before the boss fights that people would just do that to like play those, but you can't do it on the consoles. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. But yeah, that's all I played. Well, and then I played a little bit of Baba's with you, but that's it. What about nice. you? Uh, nothing. No, nothing I, at all. uh, uh, life is getting very busy in good ways, though, so less time for gaming. But in preparation of our first story, the lightning round, not not lightning round for this week, I uh, I booted up the Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, mm. the Epic Sith Ultimate Sith Edition, mm-hmm. which I have. I bought like a Star Wars bundle on Steam forever ago that has like all of the Star Wars games that are available on PC. Uh, and I was talking about it with. Uh, with John when we saw the leaked poster for Jedi Fallen Order because it has like a downed Star Destroyer it looks mm-hmm. like and he's like oh that reminds me of that scene in Force Unleashed and I was like you know I haven't played that game in a really long time and now that it's Star Wars Celebration Weekend and Star Wars everything is is out and about and I'm you know thinking about Star Wars again I should play that game again so I downloaded that on my computer but you didn't play it no I played it a little bit oh so you you never played you said what you never played it before no I played both of them oh okay. Yeah, I just was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't played that game in a really long time since I like probably since it right, right around when it came out. Because mm. I, I played that game a bunch when it first came out, and then I remember being like, all right, I want to get all the lightsaber colors because there's all the like cool lightsaber crystals you can get. So I remember like taking out a guide and just like going through and like hundred percenting it. So I'm gonna probably not do that intense again, but just play through the story and 
destroy stuff and i love those games I there's know. dlc that too to that game so you might be able to play those i have it it's that's the, the ultimate, ultimate synth edition well that's what i'm saying like you probably didn't play them the first time it came out because the dlc might not have been out no i didn't play it because i didn't buy the ultimate synth edition and i didn't buy the dlc originally and then when i got this the computer version on it the this computer in here couldn't run it like it was it's just there's too much with all like the weird particle physics and all the extra stuff yeah that they have where like if you break a tree it breaks into a million unique little pieces of wood uh so my computer couldn't run it but because it's now a i don't know 12 year old game i think then like my laptop can run it just fine yeah not on max settings it's still pretty slow on max settings but we put it down a little bit so there's some letter boxing on the side but it's fine yeah both of those were i think Games with gold on Xbox, they're backwards compatible. So I have those. I was thinking of uh, going back and playing those again also, but I just have too much other yeah. new stuff to play to go back and play like yeah. an old game at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of this was an exercise in can my can my laptop run this game? Yeah. Because my you know, like this computer that we're on now, while also being 10, 11 years old, was no slouch like when it first came out. Like it has plenty of RAM, it's got a decent stuff in it, but um, that game was just it was too much for it. But 12 years down the line, it's a lot easier to run. So, yeah. But was, ultimately, I was saying this is another instance where Stadia would come in handy. Yeah, Stadia would be very handy here because I wouldn't have had to download anything. I basically had to, like, in the morning be like, all right, I'll download this and then come back to it in eight hours and hopefully it's all downloaded <laughs> and all the patches and updates and is Steam even updated? And But no, Stadia would have been great because I could have just been like, I could have watched a trailer for Jedi Fallen Order and then been like, hey, we have this other Star Wars game on Stadia. Do you want to play it? And I'd be like, yes, I do. And I can imagine it wouldn't be like trying to play Doom Eternal. Uh, It wouldn't be like too much of a hammer on your bandwidth to download that as opposed to like a, you know, a newer game. Well, it doesn't download. It just streams. It doesn't download. It's just streaming. Yeah, yeah. It's still data passing back and forth. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be as intensive, I don't think. If that's the way Stadia works. We still don't know. No, that's the way it works. It's well, only... I mean, we don't we don't know what their catalog is. No. No, they don't even know what their catalog is. I'm <laughs> no. pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I picked that game back up a little bit. I'll play that some more. It's fun. I love that game. Hmm. I kind of wish they made more of them, but... Yeah, I feel like they set up for a third one that never came. Well, the, the second one was good, but not as good as the first. And because they were trying to, like, make a canon story of sorts, it didn't work because, like, obviously this... Star Killer Jedi guy doesn't exist anywhere, so you have to like the first game wraps up his story, and then you're like, okay, cool, they've they've made it so that way he can't appear in the other ones, and then they're like, just kidding, we did this other thing, we cloned him, yeah. now you can play as him again, but he's a clone. Yeah. Okay, cool. I feel like I remember at some point they said that they were he was going to be in um, the cartoon. I mean, it's entirely possible. It's still possible. I mean, well, like this was like. Back like this was back during what was the first cartoon called? Clone Wars. Yeah, it was like back during Clone Wars. He was supposed to be in Clone Wars at one point. Well, no, he wouldn't have been born yet because the game starts with you as Vader at the after Order sixty six. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was and he's Wars. hunting down. So Jedi. yeah, maybe it must have been Rebels then that he was going to be in. It's possible. Yeah, I mean the guy who plays, but uh, yeah, he's the the voice actor is Darth Maul. It's Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, uh, or Doomsday in Smallville. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Sam Witwer. Yeah. He's also in Days Gone. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, he's the, the main, main character? character of Days Gone. Oh, okay. He's the main character from The Force Unleashed. I'm starting to yeah, actually get... Super ex- strong chin. I'm starting to get excited for that game. Me too. Isn't yeah. it like two yeah. weeks away? It, it is. is. Yeah. It's uh, next... No, yeah, it's two weeks. 26th. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm hearing nothing but good things. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, at first I was just like, eh, it's a zombie game. Like, I'm sure it'd be fun, Shh, but it's a zombie sh- game. Sh- the Freakers. 
uh, Freaker the game. Yeah. Are you going to buy the Super show. Collector's Edition that comes with the motorcycle statue? I don't need that. Can I buy the Joe, Super Collector's Joe, Edition? Come with a motorcycle? I want that edition. Uh, like, I knew I was going to enjoy Sekiro, so I was like, I'll get the Collector's Edition of Sekiro. It was also only 90 bucks. True. This one's like $140 for the Yeah, it probably comes with a giant resin statue, right? The yeah. Sekiro yeah. ones comes with a giant statue. Yeah, but that one's on a motorcycle. <laughs> no, no, it's not. People are always like you're on a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, the only thing that it would like it comes with, I was like, I wonder if it comes with like exclusive DLC or something too. It's just three paint skins for the motorcycle. Mm. So I was like, I don't need to. No. Does it come with like patches, like for your motorcycle jacket? Uh, like I think it actually does come with patches or something, yeah, and like a soundtrack and stuff. It should come with a vest too. <laughs> no, your like own the cut? actual vest. What yeah. is it? Is that, isn't that what they're called? Cuts. What? You're, you watched Sons of Anarchy, vests. remember? I never watched Sons of Anarchy. I thought you did. No. Yeah, I think they're called cuts. That's the official like term for it. For the patches or for the vest? For the vest. Why? Because they're cut jackets? I don't Because you cut the sleeves off. I watched Sons of Anarchy and that's all I learned. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm not a biker. Nah, same. I like I'd be, motorcycles. I'd be too scared to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> I've Motor- tried and I burned the shit out of my leg. Oh. I yeah. like motorcycles, but I don't like motorcycle culture. It's the same way, like, I like Fortnite, but don't like Fortnite culture. Like, I like <laughs> things, but don't need to get into the, like, minutia of There's a kind of along. thing where, like, you pull up and then there's another guy on a bike and he's like, hey, and you're just kind of like, I just want to, like, yeah, I just, just want to do what I'm doing. I want to the wind in my hair, that's all. Like, you got to wave with your arm down. That's how yeah. they, we're not brothers. Wave. Yeah, exactly. It was like every time, our, we had a friend that had a Jeep and every time he would, like, be driving oh, around Jeep and somebody wave? else in another Jeep would, yeah. like, wave to him yeah, he would always just be like, yeah, you got, I, you got a Jeep wave. That's what you do. Like, hey, we're in Jeeps together. Yeah. It's like it's a fucking car, man. I I had that because my my stepdad has a Jeep, and I was just like, oh, uh, and I had to drive it to work, and somebody did the wave. And I was like, why is he waving at me? Oh yeah, that's right. You, did, <laughs> you are in the brotherhood of the Jeep. That's yeah. right. You have to do the thing that was invented in World War II that had a very real purpose back then, but not. Oh, now. is that where it comes from? Yeah, because you. I just thought it was like people who were like, we're in Jeeps together. Well, no, this is how it was explained to me by a Jeep owner. So if I'm wrong, I blame this Jeep person. But it was basically like when you were driving past someone on a base or on like an outpost or whatever in the military. You were like supposed to salute the other car or something? No, but you don't want to salute officers because that's the giveaway in case anyone's got eyes on your your encampment. So you just do the little Jeep wave and that's the acknowledgement of like, this is my equivalent of saluting you higher ranking person but i don't want to draw attention to anybody so it looks like we're all just regular people in this here army who just really love our jeeps that's right jeep wave mm. yeah i don't get it i don't want like a brotherhood of vehicles mm-hmm. i don't i don't need it <laughs> brotherhood of vehicles sounds like a really shitty like ios game yeah it probably is have you seen the ios store there's a million shitty things like that <laughs> so brotherhood of vehicles is probably there it's probably just the burnout clone so, Joe, play that game and let me know how it is. All right. <laughs> Brotherhood of Vehicles. All right. Uh, that'll do it for what we've been playing, which means uh, I accurately teased the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week, which starts out with Star Wars. Finally, we got our first look at Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the new game from Respawn Entertainment and EA that is coming to consoles. It wasn't just a guy sitting in a chair talking about it. It was, not, it was a full-blown panel that I was unable to watch because we were seeing Shazam. Uh, but they had a full panel and a full trailer, uh, and it came out yesterday. yesterday. Uh, we watched the trailer. What did you guys think of the first cinematic trailer for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? I have no clue what it is. Same. Yeah, that's the bad part about cinematic trailers. I'm like, okay, it looks like Star Wars, but I don't know what the game is. I mean, I have to assume it's a third-person action game. I mean, they've come out and they said it's a third-person action game. No multiplayer. Uh, no multiplayer. Uh, no, no microtransactions. No microtransactions. 
Uh, they're learning from their mistakes, which is good on them. Yeah. Um, and coming out saying that, that. Yeah. They have to actually be like, look, we're not screwing it up this time. Please, please believe us. Why? They could be screwing up. They could be screwing up in completely Still different ways. Still haven't seen gameplay. And yeah. the game comes out November 15th. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they said it was a third person action game. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, I, I want to know more. Because like, okay, so this is a third person action game. So was uh, like Knights of the Republic. And so was... Um, well, no, Knights of the Republic was an action RPG. Like... That True. was more of an RPG. I don't know that this will be more RPG or will this be more like a, the Force Unleashed? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, there's there's a lot of different things that it could be. Is yeah. this going to be like an Uncharted uh, thing, which like they do, do show him like running across walls and stuff, which John pointed out had a very like okay another game with wall running. Well, because that's like respawn well, was like we started that with with uh, Titanfall. Titanfall. Yeah, yeah, a, that's their jam. That's what I was saying. Like, so they got to throw it in their trailer. Yeah. Like, we still know how to wall run. Sweet. Uh, it also just kind of looks like generic sci-fi game with like lightsabers. Like if the uh, stormtrooper wasn't in it, and if they didn't have lightsabers, it would just be generic sci-fi game based yeah. on that trailer. I mean, I'm that's not what Star Wars is. Star Wars is generic sci-fi. No, but, but like there was like no force powers or anything like that. Well, that's the point: is you had to not stand out. The whole point of the trailer was him saying like, "Don't use your force powers Don't reach for everyone." Else. Yeah, because like the guy's falling, he's like, "I can save him with the force powers, but if I do, everyone's gonna know." I'm a Jedi. Yeah. Because this is after Order 66. Yeah. So all the Jedi are like on the run. So yeah. The, the, that's the point of the don't stand out kind of thing. Yeah. So there will be force powers. Like you see at some point he's clearly like force pulling and force pushing but it doesn't show you what it looks like. Probably because those will be things that you can do in the game or they don't want to spoil you know set pieces from there. But yeah. So there will be force powers I'm sure. I don't oh, yeah. think it's that, gonna... that's that's that whole like don't stand out is going to be like the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. That whole setup of him just trying to be like oh I'm just a guy working on a ship like nothing special about me. That's just going to be the setup for why everyone's chasing after him well, yeah. once the game starts. And there are inquisitors after him which are really cool characters that I like quite a lot. Uh, and those like once he's found out and the inquisitors start coming for him there's no point to hide anymore because they're going to find him no matter what yeah the trailer just looked like the open cinematic for the yeah the game which is probably what most of it is i would think but yeah i'm I'm excited for it i like i said i like the inquisitors as characters they were in rebels some of them the i think like the seven sister i just got pop figures over there there's a seven sister and other one one of them's uh sarah michelle geller not the one in the game though uh so they're, they're just like part of Vader's and the Empire's uh, force to go out. They have lightsabers. I don't know on a scale of 1 to 10 like how force sensitive they are. They're not Sith. Uh, but they have lightsabers. They do some pretty cool shit. And so that'll be really fun watching them try to take down the main character. Who I don't like his face. I don't like that actor very much. I don't Who's know who actor? it is. Uh, he's the guy who plays Joker in Gotham. And oh, he was really? on Shameless. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look one-to-one like him because it's supposed to be a younger character than that guy is in age. But I just did. I, I notice it and I don't like that oh, I can I tell who, who, he is. who that guy is. He just kind of looks like very plain, generic, like, white, blonde dude. I know him just because, like... I, 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 I never watched Gotham, but... Like, Me either. It, it would always... I would see something where, like... Get your first look at the Joker in Gotham, yeah. and it's like ridiculous, over the top prosthetics and like yeah. super goofy looking face and stuff. I know it's supposed to be the Joker, so he's supposed to look goofy, but I, I was always like, this guy does not look intimidating at all. No. Um, so yeah, that kind of bugs me a little bit, but I'm sure I'll get over it. I think just in the initial, like, I didn't know it was that guy, and now that I do, 
I can see it yeah. and I don't, but when the game comes out, I may not notice it. So, uh, so the game will be out November 15th, November 15th, 2019. So soon, six months. When does the movie, the movie comes out? December 20th. December 20th. Okay. Yep. So you get it, get your, uh, Star Wars on. Yeah. Before it's you just get like, more Star Wars on. Before, yeah. Get, get yourself prepared, get yourself tight by playing the game. Well, it's just like, uh, a Battlefront came out a week before, uh, force awakens and then battlefront 2 came out like a week before last jedi so this just comes out a couple weeks before a month before uh rise of skywalker so skywalkers skywalker uh yeah no it's just skywalker yeah it's the rise of skywalker oh yeah uh so yeah i'm super down that whole time is going to be star wars up the wazoo We'll be listening to all the audiobooks. I'll be reading comics again, playing that game. It's going to be great. It's yeah, there's a, a bunch of books time. I haven't read either. Yeah. And the audiobooks are fantastic for anybody who hasn't listened to them. They've got like sound effects and music and mm-hmm. different voice actors. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they, they do a really good job with that. The problem is with those audiobooks is I tune them out because I'll be like listening to them while I do other things. And I'll be like, wait, I, I don't remember what just happened for the last five minutes. I can't listen to audiobooks. For that I, reason. I have that exact same problem. Yeah. Like, I just rewind I, it and then I'm like, okay, now pay attention to the thing that they're saying because this could be pivotal. But the good thing with the Star Wars ones is it helps because there's music cues and there's sound effects. So you know, like, if music is swelling, you're like, oh shit, something important is happening. I should probably pay attention or rewind so I know what's going on. I don't know. I, li- I listen to my work every day or yeah. most days. But that's the thing. Sometimes I, I like get caught up in the work and my brain is focused on the work so it's not processing the the audio coming into the brain yeah so i'm like wait a second the characters are talking that i didn't know were together in a room i should rewind and see how that happened yours is your work is more textual though like i work in a warehouse so like yeah i'm just packing stuff it's yeah. it's a little different uh, that's it's the like opposite for me i i have headphones in eight hours a day at work and my job is very brain dead, repetitive, doing the same thing over and over every day. So, yeah. like, it's so very easy for me to just tune everything out and just yeah. kind of like autopilot. just stare ahead, go on autopilot, yeah. and then I go, "Wait, what's happening again?" Oh shit! And then, yeah, have to rewind. So I more just listen to like podcasts. I don't have to really actually focus on like this one. What's happening? Yeah, it doesn't he doesn't care? Yeah, you don't great. have to actually pay attention. You can just tune in every once in a while and go, "Oh, Joe's saying something dumb again." Yeah, yeah, there it is. No, but I'm 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 excited. I want to see gameplay. Like, yeah, I really do see. see yeah, gameplay. I just want to know what it is. It's respawn. I like respawn stuff, so I have confidence that they're going to do something a lot better. It's a Star Wars game. I'm going to get it anyway. Like I bought Battlefront two, and everyone everything said don't buy Battlefront two. Like and every, you still did it. Every piece of information, every like rumor, everything talking about it, every review was like, guys, you don't have to buy this game. It's microtransactions. It's crazy. It's bad. I'm like, I don't care. It's also Star Wars. Like, I don't care what you say. It's Star Wars. I'm buying it. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not a big Star Wars person, and I'm still excited for the game. Yeah. Cause, like, I'm I'm one of the blasphemous people that, like, really enjoyed the uh, prequel movies a lot. Like, I think... The, no, they have their merit. You're fine. Well, no, they have the... Well, like, a lot of people will be like, you say you like the prequel movies, and they're like, those are terrible. No, they I are. think it's about half yeah. and half, though. If yeah. you say you like them more, you're wrong. If you say I you think like I them, like them more. That's, see, that's, that's where that's I'm wrong. wrong. Yeah, but here's wrong. why. I I don't really care about the world of Star Wars. I just like Jedi. Mm. So there's so, the more Jedi than Mary. Um, the movies where like it's just Jedi's doing all sorts of crazy Jedi shit. I'm yeah. like I'm fucking down for this. All the flippy crazy stuff. Like it's why I didn't like the new movies because I was just always kind of going like I liked it more when the it was fifty Jedi all running around like doing crazy stuff. Like I, I want more Jedi stuff. Well, you'll be happy to know. And then like at like. You know, I, I was watching 
Yoda like throwing pillars all over the place, and then like Last Jedi ends just like, oh wow, Ray lifted rocks. I'm like, well, it's important, important step. It's important step in her Jedi. training and yeah. stuff. But like, that's not. Like, I've already seen everything be more impressive than that. Yeah. So like, I'm. I want like the crazy Jedi's that are flipping around like crazy ninja samurai. That's 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 the. Well, Star sorry. Wars that I like. Well, I'm sorry an evil galactic empire destroyed all those people that you like, Joe. Well, at least I'm going to get this guy doing Jedi stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Yeah. Flipping flipping around in lightsabers. I hope it's, I hope they kind of go along more along the lines of uh, Force Unleashed. It kind of looks that way. And the fact that there's wall running, even though it's, you know, respawning, quote unquote, it shows that there's more maneuverability than the yeah. Force Unleashed, which was just like run or like walk and like jog double jump <laughs> yeah. double jump so like it looks like you'll probably be doing flips there'll be more acrobatics i want it akin to the way like spider-man moves not necessarily that fluid but the fact that he does flips while like jumping off of like you know the sides of buildings or jumping off buildings like that's what a jedi would do because they can't yeah so i'm excited you're tossing to yourself that. all around with the force exactly yeah. force uh be with you always uh, speaking of Star Wars, there that wasn't the only game-related thing out of Star Wars Celebration this week. Obviously, we got a trailer for the movie, title for the movie. There was this panel later today. There's a trailer for the Disney Plus show, which would be pretty cool. But we also got the first trailer for Episode 1 of a new VR series coming exclusively to Oculus entitled Vader Immortal. What did you think of this, Joe? Because you watched this trailer. Uh, yeah, um, it looks really, really good, actually. It does. Yeah, it looks spectacularly good. Uh, graphically, it looks really uh, good, which I, I guess I still get in the mindset of like when I see a VR game that looks like a real game. I, you know, I still like think like, oh yeah, VR games just kind of look like really watered down type things. Whereas when I get to see a VR game that looks like a real game, I get really excited for it because um, it's a real thing it's not just a tacked on yeah it's not something that's just tacked on to another game it's not like uh, a crappy thing that like is just kind of thrown together to, to like you know sometimes they're, they want to just show off like the physics of the game that they're doing like we made something really cool in vr physics right it's and more then about they just the mode like, not about the yeah the and then they just kind of like throw like crappy graphics over it yeah um but uh it I got this distinct like feeling that it, it reminded me a lot of um, Alien Isolation mm-hmm. when I when I was watching this trailer because like the whole time they're kind of like going like oh Vader is coming for you like Vader like Vader is here like Vader's you know on his way and it gets that like feeling of it seems like it's Vader is chasing you through the game well but that like because I, I watched it just now the uh, the trailer is you're clearly in prison. Or in some kind of, like, interrogation thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he's saying Vader's coming for you. Because then the rest of the trailer shows Vader all over the place. That's what I'm saying. It looks like it's, like, when in Alien Isolation, when you're, like, going through a place, and then, like, the alien shows up, you're like, oh, fuck. Looks like you're trying to, like, sneak out of this prison while Vader is chasing after you. So it's like Mr. X? Yeah, or, like, kind of like Mr. X uh, in the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, so, it, it, like, it creates, like, this tension of, like, oh, fuck, this big scary dude is about to come and well, it shows you wreck your ass. If it shows you fighting him. Yeah, and this you is also all... fight the aliens at parts of uh, Alien Isolation. Okay. And this is only episode one, too. I guess three episodes. They're calling it a series, not a game, which makes me wonder how much interactivity there will be. Like, obviously, you'll be able to look around and uh, obviously, you'll be able to wield the lightsaber and they showed there's like a like a lightsaber dojo thing where it's just, you know, stormtroopers are shooting at you and you have to deflect the lasers. But... I don't know how much in the actual game itself you'll be able to... Because they didn't give much more information beyond 
just the trailer that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I could also be completely wrong with my interpretation of what it looked like. It sounds like Outlast. It felt like to me. Yeah, like Outlast-y kind of thing. Yeah, because Outlast, you're just kind of running away the whole time. It definitely has, like, more of a horror feel to it. Well, yeah, because you're on Mustafar from the, like, at least in part one, which is where Vader's castle is, and Mm -hmm. you can't escape because there's lava everywhere, and so that'd be pretty cool. It's just... I really wish that we were getting this as a PlayStation exclusive than Iron Man, because I would much rather play this game than yeah, Iron that's Man. Yeah, that's the downside yeah. is that it's an Oculus like, exclusive. exclusive. Well, yeah. it's just more incentive to you buy the Oculus, Joe. Well, Joe wants a Vive, though. So that doesn't even help Joe. Damn it. Um, um, eh, you know, uh, maybe it'll come to PlayStation VR at some point. Yeah, it could be like a year exclusive kind of thing. Do we burn down the internet for this? Is that a thing? Does it, can I we... would if I could get it earlier. Sweet. Can I... Uh, can I does does Oculus Store have any reviews I can bomb to say bring me the Star Wars game on PlayStation? Yeah, we have to go and complain to Oculus though. No, 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 we're going to complain everywhere else. That's how the internet works. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bummer that it's not uh, that it's not available for everybody. Yeah, I bet you like once it's all out, they'll put out like a complete Maybe. version thing on everything. Maybe because I would love that. I want virtual reality Star Wars. The only thing I've gotten so far is the like couple of things that you could do in battlefront one which were just okay i never tried those i did when i first when i first got the the vr headset because it was the only vr game i had well then those get like added later to or was yeah, it in the but, start no it got added later but i didn't get a vr headset right at launch i got it you know i think a year later or whatever oh you never ended up buying that like weird star wars vr thing did you i didn't i see it now and it's only like a 100 bucks now and i think about it and i just don't i might for if it's still available uh, as we get closer to Star Wars time, I might and just like return it because mm. uh, you could do that. So I might do that because it looks like super fun, and I heard that it was fun, but it was also like two hundred dollars at the start. I was like, no, I could buy an actual VR headset yeah. for that price. Then, I could play more things than just one game. Yeah, I mean the lightsaber controller is super cool, um, and so I probably should just snag it before it gets scarce because I think the closer it gets to Star Wars time, the more likely it is that it's going to be scarce. Yeah, but. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I did I did want to try that because it did look legitimately fun, and I love that lightsaber controller because it looks super realistic. Uh, all right. Uh, Who knows? Maybe um um whatever the Fallen Order will have like a VR mode on the PlayStation version. That'd be so cool. That's what I want. It'd be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Or just put Star Wars songs in Beat Saber and give me lightsaber hilt uh, attachments for my move controllers. Give me that too. That'd be great. Uh, All right, lightning round. We've got voice actors ruining announcements for people because we've got essentially the confirmation of a sequel to a very popular PlayStation franchise. Joe, you're going to tell me about that. Yeah, so uh, a voice actress uh, for Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, she wasn't actually in the game. She was in the like last DLC for the game. Yeah, the Wild Frozen Wild. Yeah, so she was a character in that. I guess she was a very important... I didn't play Horizon Zero Dawn, so I don't really know much about it. But I didn't play the DLC. Yeah, so I guess she was an important character that... Um, while at like an event, a fan came up to the voice actress and she was like, I'm so glad to see you in this game. Like, It was really great to see you in Horizon Zero Dawn. And then she went and said, like, oh, just wait until the sequel. Like, It's so much better than the stuff that I did in the last one. Yeah. So very clearly she's already working or has gotten the script uh, for the next game. I mean... Which we knew. Yeah, and that's the thing is like... You know, sequels for things are coming, going to come out anyways. Like Horizon Zero Dawn was a really popular game; it sold really well. And it's a it's a PlayStation exclusive. Like it could very easily be a launch game for the PlayStation Five, given mm-hmm. the time frame of when you know the first one came out. 
to when the next one could p- potentially come out. It lines up pretty well. What was it 2017 was the was when Horizon came out because it was like a week before Switch. Mm-hmm. And then you figure PlayStation 5 is probably launching 2020. I mean, we still don't know for certain, but that seems to be where every rumor points is that a 2020 launch is super realistic. So a three-year window between games is exactly how much you'd expect for a first-party exclusive like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a PlayStation 5 uh, launch game as well. Mm. Uh, so yeah, she was uh, she was at actually at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, she's in the Star Wars movies, I think. Oh, is she? Okay. I think so. Um, and uh, she was talking to a fan, and she said, uh, just wait until you see the sequel. You're going to die. I know some secrets. You're going to die. So apparently, you're going to die. Oh, no. No, I don't want to <laughs> Please don't kill it. me. Yeah. Although yeah. that's better than, like, you just wait till the sequel. I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to die. Just It's going to be so crazy. I'm going to die. And it's like, wait, why did you just spoil that for me? You unbelievable asshole. But, uh, yeah, people then, like, reached out to... Sony and reached out to Guerrilla Games and yeah, got of no kind of confirmation. Of yeah, they're anything. not going to say anything. Why would they? Well, I mean, you'd think they would be like, well, yeah, duh, we're making a sequel. Yeah, well, I mean... Because they... a lot of companies don't comment on rumors. Yeah, that's right. Well, this isn't a rumor. <laughs> this is one well, of the it is actors a, it is a rumor. It is a rumor. It. Anything that's not an official announcement is a rumor. Yeah, that's true. I, don't know, I think if it comes from somebody who's actually working on the game that says... The game is coming, but that's here a little bit well. more than a rumor. No, because they've they've done things where it's like a voice actor will say like, "Oh yeah, no, that game's great." Like it's like just wait till September when you can actually play it, and then the game doesn't come out for two years after that. So it's like, all right, the voice actor said it's coming in September, but then it didn't come for yeah, two years. Yeah, but I I would trust a voice actor say there is a sequel over saying like the a concrete release date. Yeah, well, it could always get canceled too. Yeah, that's and true. you saying that like she's read the script just means that the script exists. It doesn't mean that the game's actually going to come out. It just means that somebody wrote a script for a sequel, and maybe she read it. Yeah, I mean this game is coming out. Like for sure, I'm just saying like this is the same thing with movies. Like scripts get made and then sit on a shelf for years and years, and then maybe the movie never comes out. Plus, if they know everyone's going to die when they play it, like they should probably just not put it out. Yeah, it's that like a, be a it's like the ring, but a video game. That's right. Yeah. And not like a ring video game, which would probably be really bad. But uh, There is a ring video game. Is it? Yeah, it's like a VR experience. Is it bad? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I'm sure it's because it's, it's a VR experience, hence not a real game. Yeah. Jesus, Horizon sold 10 million copies. I still haven't played it. It's a very good game. That's crazy, though. I didn't know it was like that. I, I didn't play it. Like I had really no interest in it. So. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have no interest in it other than it's a, an open world single player game with no multiplayer. Yeah, like those are, those sound great, but From I don't like. I don't have an interest in the characters or like what the world is. I just like, oh, it's a game I don't have to like shell out extra money for and can beat in one you know co- cohesive package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was written by the guy who made uh, Fallout in Vegas too. Oh, really? People say it's the best Fallout game. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I was just like, oh, robot dinosaurs. Yeah, that's I, the same thing. I'm just like, yeah. meh. But, but it's and... only 20 bucks now. So Yeah, and you can get the DLC. Like, I think you can get it's the DLC. $20 for the, the completed it's, edition. The completed edition is yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, so well it worth it. it. And it's on sale all the time. Yeah. So I'll uh, play it eventually. Like, once I. I think you and I were talking about this when Nat, um, Joe was gone. That, like, I want to go through and play all the stuff I've missed before. So, like, all the Uncharted's and The Last of Us and. Uh, you've got a lot this, of stuff. This is, this is on the list too. Yeah, you've got a lot of stuff to get through. I do. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, lightning round. Uh, if you don't like your PlayStation Network name, it doesn't matter anymore as long as you've got ten dollars. Well, actually, you don't even need ten dollars up front. You could change it for free once. Once. 
Yeah. Uh, so I guess this was something that was like being beta tested for a long time. Yeah, they announced it back in I think the middle to end of last year that it was coming, and then the the first round of people who could change their names or wanted to try uh, could do so. I think back in like November, but now it's officially rolled out for everybody. It still comes with all the problems that we were told that it would come with, where it can mess up the like saves and cloud saves and trophies and multiplayer, and you can find some pretty extensive lists about what games it causes problems with both on ps4 and ps3 <coughs> excuse me um <laughs> just because of the nature of the way that they created gamer tags in the first place like the psn name changes and the way they were created was the stupidest way possible that made it so difficult to change uh, but now that it's here it's like all right if you don't care about being able to play the this particular game again or having your trophy sync for that game then you then you can change it and it's fine and it'll be fine going forward but any older games is where you run into problems. I, I, I don't know how you can make that so complicated. Like, how do they how do they fuck it up so badly with the like implementation? We talked about it last time. Though. Yeah, it's because they made the way they made gamer tags in the PlayStation Network was your account oh, their was, PSN IDs. Sure, uh, your account was tied to your PSN ID, whereas with Xbox and gamer tags, um, your gamer tag is uh, equatable to an account number mm. and so, your email. Yeah, so you can change you can change the front facing gamer tag all you want because it still just links to your account number. PlayStation, your game your PlayStation Network ID linked to your PlayStation Network ID, which was the same. So changing both in the system like somehow screws everything up. Where if they had made it where the name equals a number, it would have been way easier and they would have done it a long time ago. Are you gonna change your ID? No. I don't. I don't care about. I don't play multiplayer like that. So I yeah. don't really care what I'm seen as when I do decide to go play something online. Like I don't. I don't give a shit. Like it's who cares? It's, yeah. a, it's a thing I had to come up with, uh, and it's not even the first one I got. Like I lost my password to my first ever PlayStation Network account, and then created a new one. And so, so you just don't even care. I don't even care. I thought about being like, all right, maybe I'll get that old one back, and I don't even like the old one that much. So. You might not even be able to get it back because it's still taken. Well, I no, I would, what I would like, do is I would change the first log one. Log in, change that one. Yeah. Then log into the other one and change it to the, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Assuming it would even let me and not being like, I don't know what the statute of limitations is for. How many, like the last time you logged in on or something? Well, no, but even that, well, like, I'd have to log into it to change it, but. Or like if it's taken, it's still gone for good. Yeah, it could be gone for good, or it could be like, oh, you have to wait six months for us to reset it in the thing. That's the way the xbox was yeah like like they would purge uh, i think it was like every nine months they would purge like gamer accounts that hadn't been logged in for a certain amount of time oh that's terrible what if i just like what if my xbox broke and it took me six months to afford a new one no like every nine months they would purge ones that hadn't been logged in for a year or two or something like that it's not every nine months you'd have to log in still but then if you so like say you played a bunch of 360 and then you had a kid and you didn't and you're like oh cool i want to go get an xbox one now four years later your gamer tag is gone and like all your stuff is gone like that sucks I'm just, I'm not, I don't know if that's right, but that, that would suck if they're just like, oh, you haven't signed, because Yahoo did that once. They're like, if you haven't signed into your email for a year, then we're just deleting your email. It's like, wait a second, what? That's not how this works. Well, it's also free, so that's different. Yeah, well, so is Yahoo email, but. Well, that's what I mean. Yahoo, it was free, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Joe, I'm you got to change yours because you've changed your address several times. <laughs> yeah, I like mine. Yeah, your gamer tag is the same across PSN uh, mine, and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, mine's just, it's just my name essentially. Yep. Like I, when I, if I'm playing something online, I'd like 
people just be able to say, hey, Joe, yeah. like, do this. Yeah. As opposed to, like, hey, like, XXX Smoke Blunts 420 XXX, could you go do this thing? No, but they wouldn't actually say that. They'd just be like, yo, Blunts, go do this. Yeah. Or, but yo, I, I like to just have it easily if somebody to say Joe yeah. <laughs> to get my attention for something in a game. Yeah. Nothing like being as generic as possible. <laughs> That's Joe. That's Joe. That's yeah. the name Joe. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to call you Smoke Blunts 420 from now on. Sweet. Yeah, you can. We can celebrate your gamer tag next week. Sweet. <laughs> um, all right, lightning round. Uh, speaking of gamer tags, we're on to Xbox now. We've got more concrete details on the all streaming, all digital Xbox One S. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in Europe, uh, flyer went around. Uh, was it a flyer? They still make uh, flyers, but they're not all digital email ads now no they still make flyers because they shove them in your face every once in a while and go to GameStop oh really yeah that's why I don't go to GameStop I don't want a flyer shoved in my face no uh, so uh, yeah so uh, we got like an official official leak of someone who stuff. worked on it yeah posted pictures of it and price of it yeah in, so picture England. price and release date were uh, released uh, it basically looks exactly like uh, an Xbox One Slim just without a disc tray now. Surprise, yep. surprise. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of hoping like it would be smaller by not having to have a disc drive in it. It could conceivably be smaller. I don't know why it isn't, but probably just so they could use the same boards as the S and just take out the one spot. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and I'm sure that we're going to get like the all digital S S slim, super slim, slim. They can't slim, call slim. it an SS, though. They can't call it that. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll probably get like a, another smaller one later on, I'm assuming. What about an all-digital X? XS. Yeah, I'm surprised that it's not that. you think it would, wouldn't you? Yeah. To have like the, uh, the extra hardware thing to it. But then it would not be any cheaper than a regular Xbox. True. Yeah, like, but it would be cheaper than the X, and you have to assume as we go forward, the X and is going to be the only one that's like available. the standard model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the uh, all digital one was leaked. Uh, it's going to be uh, two hundred fifty dollars. Comes with a one terabyte hard drive, uh, and it comes out on May seventh. No, but that was two hundred fifty pounds, right? No, it's two hundred thirty pounds or two hundred thirty US dollar, yeah. which is what an Xbox One S costs now. Uh, two fifty. Yeah, but that's for the 500 gig. Oh, this okay. one's a one terabyte. Okay. So I think so it offsets 50, it at that point. It's $50 savings then, right? Because it's 300 then? It's the... $300 for the one terabyte, yes. All right, so you get the $50 savings plus the Forza Horizon, not the new one, but the last Minecraft. one, Minecraft and Sea of Thieves. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty it's a pretty good deal, I guess. If that's what you want. Yeah. It's the thing. I don't want any of those games, so no. I don't really want an Xbox either. But if this was like 150 bucks, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'll try it out and have Game Pass and get all the backwards compatible games and stuff. Maybe. But I'm not going to do that. I'm still not looking forward to like digital only. I still have an affinity for like... You're, so, you're, buying, you're so back and forth on that, though. You're buying physical copies of uh, digital only games, so... We yeah. <laughs> like... Three weeks ago, you're like, yeah, I'll buy a digital only system, and now you're like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to do that. Make up your mind, Joe. I don't think I ever said I would buy a digital only system. Maybe I did. If you go back and listen to it, maybe I did. I don't yeah. know, but I still prefer being able to like have a disc or like have, have things to put on my shelves yeah. like, for display. I like having, yeah, I like having the boxes, but I also like the convenience of having digital. Yeah, I mean, there are still a lot of things that I buy digitally. Yeah, uh, but usually it's the kind of things that. I, I like I don't care about 
Well, I do it for the things that I, I play all the time throughout the year, but don't play with the frequency where I would want to like leave the, the disc in there. So like sports games, like all my wrestling games are digital because yeah, I've got NHL digital as at well. any point. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I want to play like WWE for an hour and then I'll get up. And I don't have to get up and go like swap the disc from whatever like intense story driven game I've been playing. Like, uh, like I'm I'll, lazy. I'll ultimately. buy Sekiro physical because I like the from software games. And yeah. I want to actually have those like on the shelves. Mm-hmm. I'll buy like Resident Evil 2 remake physical because like I want to actually have like all my Resident Evil games like on a shelf mm-hmm. all lined up. Oh, you like Resident Evil? Oh, yeah. It turns uh, out I like Resident Evil. Uh, but like I bought Division 2 digital because like I don't need a Division like box to display. No, you're not Skip. Yeah. Who like bought like a hundred and fifty dollar action like division action figure at one point? Was a cool action figure. It is a really cool action yeah. figure. Um, but like, yeah. So like, there are a lot of things that like I don't actually care about having like yeah. physical copy. But there's still a lot of stuff that like I want to have something on the shelf to like display it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I mean, if I'm forced to go all digital, all right, I guess. So like, I have I'll no problem. It. I would have except for the fact that I still have uh, the Best Buy discount. Yeah, thing. mine goes away real soon, though. Yeah, mine goes away next month, which is sad. i got to pre-order all my games. Uh, yeah, so at that point, um, like, I'll still buy Days Gone physical because I can get it 12 bucks cheaper yeah. at Best Buy. But, like, once that's gone, I'd probably just buy the digital copy of Days Gone because, yeah. like, it's not like I need a, a Days Gone box. No. Except for maybe that I can trade it in later on. Like, I don't think Days Gone is something that I'm going to want to, like... I could trade in my copy of days, like buy a physical copy for sixty bucks and trade in for thirty, like yeah. a month later. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure that'll be worthwhile. So yeah, I mean that'll be the downside to the all digital future is that no trading in. But like I don't trade my games anyway. I still have all of my PS3 games, all of my PS4 games, all of my PS2 games. Like I traded a bunch of things the other day on Friday just to. It was like I'm never gonna go back and play Ace Combat. Like, I, I bought it, played, like, a little bit of it, and then I was like, and I'm never going to go back and play this. Or That's, if I ever do want to go back and play it, like, I'm sure at that point it's going to be a $10 game. Well, you've played it with the flight stick now, so there's no reason to play it any other way. That's true. And you don't have a flight stick, so. Yeah. It's the, the, the downside of such an awesome experience. Uh, all right. Lightning round. We've got a rumored new piece of fun coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Joe, why don't you tell us what that is? Yeah, so on a commercial for Super Smash Brothers, they accidentally when things like this happen in like a commercial, I have a feeling that like they wanted they don't want to like officially announce it, but they want people to see it. They want like fans to go like, "Hey, I found something." Cuz I don't know how you accidentally put something in a commercial like that. Well, because you you send it out to like a trailer cutting company. So you like you just give them a bunch of footage and they cut together a trailer. So yeah, but somebody else has to look at that to okay it, so it still snuck by someone else at Nintendo. I guess, but I don't know. You know, you never know what part of it they're QAing. They could just be like, "All right, is everyone or all the people wearing like clean shirts and they don't have like <laughs> slurs on them? Is there junk around the like apartment set? Like they might not be looking at the game because they know that footage. Right. They saw it already, and someone could have just uh, you know." put in like the wrong file or whatever mm. so, so uh at the uh, recent commercial uh for super smash brothers ultimate uh people noticed that uh, like right at the beginning of the commercial uh when it shows the screen of it, you know it's a commercial of like people playing the game and uh on the main menu of the screen in the commercial you can see in the like little corner where it says uh, stage builder yep i'm looking uh, at it right now yep so uh i mean i I guess I would assume that that was coming anyways. I'm honestly, when I heard about that, I was like, wait, that's not already in the game? 
Yeah, because the Wii one had it. Uh, yeah. The Wii U one had it. Uh, I don't think the 3DS one did. No, because I don't think they wanted to bother like implementing it into the 3DS one. Yeah. Uh, just because it was a smaller thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, there you go. Stage Builder was going to be coming to the Switch version of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Well, the only version of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, like I guess said, I, I was actually surprised it wasn't already in there. Um, but uh, when it gets in there, I look forward to all the ridiculous levels that are going to be uploaded. I'm hoping it's going to have some sort of like upload it to the you know the service kind of thing where people I would can go so. through and go you know to, you know uh, but I mean a lot of things it might just be it's just what you make on your level or like on your system is what you get to play yeah true um, but if it's like people can upload things I'm looking forward to whatever people come up to with because everyone always makes something ridiculous I got to see yesterday for the first time people playing Switch like in the wild uh, just like set up at a just place. like actually like they show them in the commercial where it's just the little ones sitting on a table and four people are sitting around with the controllers in their hands no they had actually hooked it up to the TV so I, I was in uh, I was in New Haven yesterday and we went to the Taco Bell Cantina which is a Taco Bell as here's alcohol really yeah and so there was this little room in the back that you can like rent out or whatever so these kids I, I call them kids but they're probably you know college age. Uh, old enough just to drink. Like, kids. Yeah, they're, you know, I call everyone kids. Like, Joe is older than me, and I call him a kid, too. Stop uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, but they had, like, rented out this little room, and there was a TV in there, and they had the Switch dock, like, hooked up to the TV, and they're just, like, ordering Taco Bell, order drinks, and, like, playing Smash. So, like, we just walked up, and we're just watching them play Smash. We're, like, hanging out at this, like, Taco Bell. It's also a bar. Uh, wow. So yeah. the commercials actually became true. Yeah. Hey, it was quite fun. They were just having, like, one-on-one battles with each other, <laughs> which was... It was cool to see because we were just hanging out. Oh, they only have two controllers? I don't know. Like, I don't know what their setup was or if they were specifically doing one, like, hey, we need to do, like, a friend tournament, a tournament of one-on-one. Thing. Like, they could have been practicing for who knows what. Uh, they were pretty good, too. It was uh, it was fun to watch. But I'm excited for a Smash stage builder. That could be pretty cool. As long as you can download other people's. Because if I have to make my own, then I don't care. I'm just not creative enough. I mean, I am. I just don't want to take the time to do it. Like I don't, I'd rather just play the game than mess around. If I can download someone else's time that they spent creating it, cool, I'll do that. Mm. Or I could just play the game. That's yeah. fine, either way. But uh, all right, lightning round. It's lawsuit time, though. This one is a resolution to a lawsuit as opposed to a newly created one, since we love talking lawsuits in the gaming industry. Uh, there is a peaceful, I guess, resolution uh, to the case of 2K and Red Dead Redemption 2 versus the Pinkerton D- Detective Agency or Security Agency. Security. I don't know what they are now. They're security? Yeah. Right? It used to be detectives. Private firm from Red Dead. But it's they dropped their suit, which in turn, uh, Take Two dropped their counter suit. So it looks like everybody just is fine with the game how it is, which is how it should have been from the start instead of wasting their time. And yeah, it's weird because, like, you're a historical organization. Like, you existed. Yeah. And, like, it, and yeah, like, you can use, uh, like, historical things in a historical yeah. context. Yeah. As it long as you are like argument, yeah. As, well, as long as you're doing it um, and like creating a story or like creating something with it, you can't just like have a game and then plaster their logo everywhere because mm. like that's not the same thing. But the fact that they're being used in, I guess, historical context because you're telling historical fiction. I don't know much about like what the actual Pinkerton organization was. I just kind of thought they were like a division of the police. It seems like they were like a private firm kind of thing where it's like they don't really necessarily have power but i just didn't know like those type of things existed back then 
Well, yeah, because you didn't have giant police forces. You had you had one sheriff in the yeah, town had, who like, couldn't the sheriff get everything and his deputy, done. Yeah, who would then round up a posse whenever they needed more yeah. people. Yeah, so they, they're just they're mercenaries essentially. Mm. But yeah, they they realized that their lawsuit was stupid and they've dropped it. Because I've also seen like Pickertons being used in tons of movies and stuff as yeah. well. So I was like, why have they not heard about any of this kind of stuff with that? Or is it just because it's the most successful video game of all time? So like now you're like, oh shit, we need a cut. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. Yeah, that's what we were saying the first time. Mm. They're just like, oh shit, we're in this? And yeah. we weren't paid to be in this? Well, it's one of those things where like, if the game was set now, and you wanted to put in like the Pinkerton security firm or whatever to be doing security at some event that was taking place in your game, you'd probably have to, to pay them that, because that's a real company right now that has real business right now that you could be affecting by your portrayal. You talking about how they used to be 200 years ago doesn't hold the same work because if you badmouth what they were 200 years ago the and someone comes to them now and be like i don't want your security firm at my establishment be like oh because of that no that's how we used to be it's not how we are now and they'd be like I oh played, okay i played red dead redemption and you guys are dicks yeah i don't want you here they'd be like no no, no that was us uh, 200 years ago in that fake thing that you played um we're better now we're we're above board we're We've a legit the, organization got all the regulations but there's also like more f- things to pull from in the real world. Like there's multiple security firms that you could have used if the game was in a real setting. Like they were the only one. Like you you could make it up, but then it takes away the realism of your game that otherwise is pretty realistic, right? Like I didn't play Red Dead 2, but I assume it's fairly realistic mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beyond just the use of real world things. Yeah. You know, there's not like... Uh, that's well, until I mean, they Red Dead Online comes they'd... with the, the DeLorean and... But then they also like tossed in a lot of things like ghost trains and yeah, that was real. That happened. Oh, there's plenty spooky. of evidence. Spooky. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Who would have thought? Pinkertons were also in Bioshock Infinite. There you go. But, but that one is a little bit more fantastical, you know. With that's like alternate and, history, as yeah. opposed. But still, the name is there. So like, yeah. Why aren't they complaining about that one? And a game called Pop Tropica. Huh. Which I've never heard of before. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the realism that really got them. Because if it's fantastical and floating cities in the sky, no one could conceivably confuse the two. But because this is like, wow, that's that's pretty real. I, I really think this could have happened. They could have been dicks to John Marston, and I don't <laughs> like it. So, I don't know. He's just trying to go straight. Yeah, right? No, he's, he's not. Go, he's and just, murder everyone he sees on the streets. You don't have to murder everyone you see on yeah, the street. That's, that's only if you just want to be a dick. Yeah. But in the game, he's just trying to he's just trying to get his family back. Yeah. I want my family back. And then robbing a bunch of people and yeah. Hey, Robin Hood did that too. It's all right. <laughs> Sometimes you got to rob from the bad guys just to feed your family. No, you rob from you rob from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to feed your family. I mean, things happen. Mistakes gotta, were made. Gotta sure. do what you gotta do. It's totally exactly. different then. Exactly. How, who are we to judge his lifestyle back then? We don't know what it was like. Scrapping. I only saw, you know, I've seen Westworld and Unforgiven. Things were very different in the Old West. Some of them were robots. Some of them were robots. How is he to know? He could be stealing from robots. Some of them are samurais. Yeah. You know? I didn't watch Westworld. And then I, like, saw a clip of Westworld. And they were, like, in Samurai World. And I was like, I am confused. Because I thought this was a show about cowboys. Uh, But apparently there are multiple worlds. I mean, spoilers for Westworld. But yes, there's multiple. It's like Disney World. Where there's Epcot and the Magic Kingdom and... Tomorrowland, it's Westworld and Samurai World in uh, 1900s India World and uh, some other worlds. Hmm. So you can you can have the vacation of your dreams regardless of what those dreams are. Yeah. Unless it's space, you can't do that one. Like Soylent Green? 
That's people. Not dreams. No, they put you in a dream of whatever you want before they kill you and mm. then turn you into Soylent Green. There you go. Delicious. Soylent Green is people. Uh, Alright, uh, lightning round. Movie time. We're getting a sequel to a movie that Joe didn't ask for. Yeah, uh, apparently... Uh, <laughs> He's like, I didn't ask for I that. did That's not right. ask for this, yes. I had to think about it if I wanted it, and I did it. Did you yeah. even see this? Yeah, we watched it together. We did. Wow. <laughs> I thought you guys were friends. You don't remember these things? Oh, this was before you were friends. Yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. We were, we're, we're only friends newly friends. friends. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, um, they're making a sequel to the Tomb Raider movie, which I was surprised at because I didn't think it did that well. I think it did okay. At least like critically, it was like sevens out of Joe, ten. Joe, is it directed by the same dude that uh, directed The Wave? Uh, oh, yeah. Because we found out it was directed by the guy that watched that movie we were watching. Yeah. Um, I have no idea who's directing With the it. the horrible dub. Uh, oh, okay, so uh, the last one was a box office success, uh, made $274 million worldwide. Does it say what the budget was? I will find uh, out. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so they announced that they are working on a sequel to the uh, last Tomb Raider movie, uh, the one starring Alicia Vikander. Yeah, Alicia? Alicia Vikander. Alicia Vikander. Roar Uthaug is the director. The budget was $94 million. Okay, okay, so, so yeah, that's pretty it good. Really good. It though. made two hundred and seventy-three million. Yeah, so you figure you put half of the budget is marketing, so you're looking at like another hundred and forty million with marketing, and mm-hmm. so it earned a hundred million on top of that. That's not a bad return on investment. It doesn't count uh, home sales either. No, it doesn't. So that's pretty good. That's not bad. I could understand the why bad, they did it. But... <laughs> I see. Here's the thing. I didn't hate that movie. Oh, I thought the movie was, was perfectly fine. I I don't I didn't expect much more from a Terminator movie or Tomb Raider movie for her to I expected much different from a Terminator movie. <laughs> this is uh, the weirdest Tomb Raider Terminator movie I've ever seen. Hey, you know it's all about it's all about badass women kicking kicking ass. So similar, I guess. But I didn't expect much more from a Tomb Raider movie. I expected it to be, oh, okay, she's got to overcome the fact that she doesn't want to be a Tomb Raider. Then she's going to learn how to raid tombs, and then she becomes the Tomb Raider and gets double double silver guns at the end, because that's it from the Tomb Raider. She gets them from um, Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, uh, Paige's yeah, I mean, dad from Wrestling <laughs> With My Family. Yes. Uh, I mean, I watched the movie. I, I didn't, like, hate it. Yeah, I, I didn't think it. it was good at all. I thought it was fun. I, I just, it felt like completely unnecessary movie to well, me. yeah. I mean, so many movies are unnecessary movies, but... And ultimately, like, the whole time I'm watching it, like, you can't help but draw the comparison. It just felt like Indiana Jones. Because well, it, yeah. it was. Because it is. I know. That's like, what Tomb Raider is. That's what the game is. But even even the... Um, the the um, villain's name was the same. I don't remember that. Um, but uh, the the last ones starring... The Angelina Jolie ones? The, the Angelina Jolie ones. Never they didn't them. feel like Indiana Jones movies to me. Well, because that one they has They felt like their like, own like action movies. But this is, a, this is a setup to that. Like, now she has her double guns. So she can go be a badass, like, Angelina Jolie version now. Hmm. But, uh, like, the whole time I'm watching it, I just... It, it almost like it bugged me just because I was like, oh, God damn it, you're just like, this is just that that scene from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is. Like, you have to go get a MacGuffin and uh, you got to go through tombs and there, there's traps. And well, the bad just... guys are always going to turn on you even when you think that, even when you believe them, even though you shouldn't. Oh, the, well, the irony of the Tomb Raider like franchise in the name of it itself is like not really too much of it actually takes place in tombs most of the time. There's a lot of... Uh, Laura Craft doing like a bunch of other things than just raiding tombs. You just got all the vowels wrong. Did I? Yeah. 
You said Laura Craft. Laura Craft? <laughs> Instead of Laura Craft. My favorite uh, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, Laura Craft. Yeah. Uh, That's Tomb Raider in Yoshi's Crafted World. There, she does That's a lot Robert more Kraft's stuff. daughter. There you go. She does a lot more stuff than just always raiding tombs. Yeah, sometimes she shoots bows and arrows. And sometimes she skins bears. True. Probably. I guess it's, they were trying to... This was supposed to be like a movie version of the last... The, the, the first game yeah. of the reboot. Yeah. Which um, it was. Like It was a very similar to that game. Yeah. But... Like I'm, I'm hoping that they're they're not going to just kind of follow that formula of just turning this next one into another Indiana Jones ripoff. Like I would like to see her like go to other places. Yeah, and I'm sure she will. I like the fact that they ended that first one with like, cool. She's got she's got the double guns. Now she's the Lara Croft you know and love who can do all the crazy. You know, swing from a chandelier and murder everybody. Like that'll probably be. It'll probably be more over the top in the second one, as opposed to a less grounded, realistic take on tomb raiding. Mm. Oh, like it could be done better. I'm hoping that this one does come out better. I'm not like excited for it at all. I'm more no. just kind of confused. But I mean, I also didn't think it made as much money as it did. So yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be sad if they never made another one. But I also am not angry that they did or I they're mean, going to. I'll see it just because. Yeah, but I, I had I, enough I don't fun. Care. No. That exists. I had enough fun with the first one where I'm down to see more of it. Because like at the end, I was like, you know what? I really liked her as Lara Croft. I would watch her be that again. She's like frighteningly skinny, though. Well, yeah. Well, she's, just a, she's just a... She needs to bulk up British. to be Lara Croft. Not really. The reboot one is, is pretty skinny. I mean, she's jacked, but she's still skinny. I hope it starts off with her in her mansion... Like training, like the video games do, like every of the original ones. Yeah, the, like the start of the original, you know, like jumping off your balcony and stuff. Yeah, well, because now that we got the standard origin story out of the way, they can do whatever. Yeah, and so I think that opens up a sequel much more. Which was my thought of like, all right, I I I'll see more of this universe because I kind of like it. Yeah, uh, what they did with it, even if this movie wasn't necessarily great. Like, I don't really like the Walton Goggins character, the bad guy. Like, I could do Bogle. without him and yeah so uh, if they get rid of that and kind of just progress her story forward i'm down for it not gonna ever get excited but when it comes out i'll go see it yeah i'll be interested to see if they're just gonna do the same way that the other one was the first one was just kind of retelling the first game of the reboot yeah if this one's gonna be a whole new story or if it's just gonna be a retelling of the second game of the reboot series i mean if it kind of worked for the first one it could kind of work for the second one too mm. Like, didn't, didn't work for me. No. Wait, and it, the again, first one was a for everybody. retelling of the reboot game? Yeah. Yeah, the movie was a re, like kind of a retelling because the same thing happens with like, a lot of things. A lot and, of things are like changed around. Yeah, I was going to say there's no like crazy samurai or anything. Well, no, it's not going to include every single element, but it includes enough of the major beats yeah, of the story. Yeah, the, they're going for a thing and then the boat crashes and now she's like stuck on the island. But like yeah. instead of the big fat Samoan guy as her partner, it was that other dude. I, I don't remember much. Yeah, I don't other remember than much it being the, the Last Crusade. Yeah, they they like combined a whole bunch of the different characters, uh, like into one guy that was like the the sidekick dude, mm-hmm. uh, fur in that one. So they like switch around to different things. Yep. Sure. All right. Uh, did I miss anything? We might have a short episode this week. There was not a lot of news this week. No, no everyone got out of the way of Star Wars, which good. Yeah, I think that that everyone kind of knew like. You're just going to get lost in the um, 
in the, the, Star the Wars rush things. of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So don't even bother. No, no, no. Do you guys want to spoil Game of Thrones? That starts tonight. Do you guys want to you want to spoil Game of Thrones? Because we've we've seen it all already. People right? die. <gasps> Dude, I didn't say spoiler. Yeah. Dragons. Oh man. Uh, probably a lot of nudity. Wait, oh, is that God. actually tonight or was that last night? No, tonight. Oh, well, how well was, technically, last week we haven't watched. To this. That's the joke because it's in the future. Someone could be listening to this Monday morning, having not seen Game of Thrones yet, and then be like, "Oh my God, don't spoil Game of Thrones!" But just kidding, we didn't actually see it. Jokes are really fun when you have to explain them to Joe. I know. I was confused. I know he was. <laughs> I know. It's all right, Joe. We're not going to spoil Game of Thrones because it hasn't happened yet, as Joe so eloquently pointed out. I don't know. I, well, also, I just figured that everyone's going to watch it tonight all at once. You probably should. If you work in an office, you should watch it. Sunday, regard like because you hardest, know it is going to get ruined. Yeah, like the you. hardest you don't thing watch for me it, is like, going as, to, as it's shown. Yeah, the hardest thing for me is going to be like wrestling pay per view. If there's a Game of Thrones that night, then I'm going to have to like either watch it at midnight I when I get big home. Of a Game of Thrones person. Oh yeah, I watch every episode. Oh, I, like you don't have any Game of Thrones stuff or anything like that. There are things I like that I don't necessarily jump full head on into the the culture of this uh, is. Uh, a, I'm sitting in a room that's just completely surrounded by stuff. Yeah, but it's it's Spider Man and, and it's Star Wars, Wars and, and it's Marvel yeah. and Power Rangers are in boxes. Like there's some sports up there and there's some DC, but like no, there I don't. There's so many pop figures for Game of Thrones that. It's it's like Harry Potter. Like I like the Harry Potter movies, but I'm never gonna collect Harry Potter merch because there's so fucking much of it mm. that there's no point. So how excited for it are you for this? I'm pretty excited. Like I didn't binge the previous seasons to get ready for tonight. I'm just gonna watch the recap at the beginning, and that'll tell me everything I need to remember. And then I'll you know catch up and remember things as the season goes on. But I'm excited. So it's, who's what's your prediction? Who is gonna sit on the Iron Throne? I don't know. I haven't really thought this. I haven't really thought about it because I don't want to be right. Like you, I don't, you don't want to be right? No, you because... Want to be surprised? Well, yeah, of course. Because if I if I start going out there and being like... And again, I don't know it as well as I know like a Star Wars. Like, I'll make predictions about what I think Rise of the Skywalker means or what's going to happen in Episode Nine. Like, I'll make those in my head or have discussions with people because I know that universe better. I, I know this one based on the show that I've seen every episode once. Maybe twice for a handful of them. So I... If I start thinking about it or like looking up what other people's theories are and if any of them turn out to be right, I'm going to be mad. It's like that's what happened with Westworld season one where like I listened to people's theories and people turned out to be right and that spoiled surprises for me because I didn't think about that going in. So I'm going to try to avoid doing that for this final season where granted nobody knows what's going to happen per se, but I still don't want them to be right because then I'll start to piece it together and be like, oh, damn it, that is right. (laughs) Ah, crap. Now I know and I didn't want to know. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's still alive or dead at this point. I only watched the first three seasons. I think mm-hmm. three and a half seasons. Yeah. So, I, 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 Tyrion? He's still alive. He's still okay, alive. He's yeah. He could sit on the Iron Throne. Who knows? I'm going to say it's Tyrion. There My guess it's a half dragon, half person. Sweet. That'd be sick. A dragon person. Yeah. With or, our giant ass wings. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Like the... Great. Now if that happens, I'm going to be pissed at you. You've spoiled, okay. spoiled Game of Thrones. For someone who's only seen one episode of that show. That's right. And read the first That's why page. I'd be even more mad if you got the ending 100% right. I'd be like, damn it, he, that motherfucker only watched one episode <laughs> and he still spoiled it. That son of I a bitch. I read the first book. Yeah. I don't I know mean, how far that gets in this show. Uh, the first season. Okay. So I've... I've We're past the books. Experienced the show's past the books. Oh, now. I know that. Nobody yeah. knows what's happening. Except George R. R. Martin, maybe. 
I don't, I don't even think, think he knows. knows. I think this is like I a, don't think he cares. This is a weird anime think, situation, Joe, where like the manga's not done yet and the anime needs to finish it before the the manga does because schedules. Well, he swore that like they're using the the general outline idea of what he said the ending was going to be. I don't even think that's true at all. I think he just went like just do whatever you want as he like counted his money. Sure. Right. Jumps on his trampoline naked. I've Listen, seen the video. If I could if I can count that much money, that'd be great. Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, he put out a like a joke thing that was just like what like it's it was like, Oh, what is George R. R. Merton doing now that he's not writing oh, the yeah, I, I not, he's not writing the last book and it's just like a video of him jumping on a trampoline in the back of his house naked. Sick. I didn't know he was naked, but I heard about that. Yeah. Hmm. Well fun. I bet you the throne is destroyed, and then nobody gets to sit on it. And the last, the last thing is just all the like the main characters looking at it, going like, "Oh, great!" They're all sitting on just pieces of it. They're like, okay. "This one's mine. This is my throne." Yeah, I'm king. I'm queen. <laughs> We're playing musical chairs with the shards of the throne. I like it. That's well, how they're out of swords, just... right? So they just start fighting each other. That'd be cool. Uh, That'd be cool if they like turn it into a weapon of some kind. They're like, it melt just... it down and fire it from space. <laughs> yeah. The, the dragon will like pick it up and like fly really high in the sky and then just drop it on top of somebody. There you go. Yeah, that's what you do. You all stand in a circle and let the dragon just drop the throne and whoever's still left standing at the end gets to sit on it. <laughs> Done deal. It's going to be the half dragon person. Wrote the end of the show. Great. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of the Jedi Fallen Order trailer or any of the Star Wars news uh, that came out from this week. Uh, are you excited for Horizon Zero Dawn sequel? Are you changing your PSN name? And if so, what games did it mess up for you? Uh, do you care about an all-digital Xbox or a stage builder for Smash? Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm actually Joe. And I am John. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.